The Pilgrimage of the Heart Philosophy Exploration is brought to you by PYO.Yoga, an online studio for all your yoga needs, including videos in Spanish and Russian. This podcast is also brought to you by Pilgrimage of the Heart Yoga, located in San Diego and serving over 1,000 yogis a week. Hi, this is Sujantra. Join me now and every week as we explore yogic philosophy and apply it to our daily lives. Tonight, we'll start actually with, um, we'll keep going with the chanting, but we'll do it in a, in a walking meditation form. So uh, the way we'll do it is, um, let's see, everyone could stand up, and then there'll be one... Uh, can you just move that chair back a little bit? Yeah. Okay, so then we'll do two lines. So uh, like the back row can go uh, like this. And let's see, you'll be in front. And then on this line, you'll be in front. And so the way we'll do it is um, and it's kind of a nice sound experience. And also, because we're talking about individuality, just being aware of yourself and walking. And so it's just going to be about like this pace and kind of, you know, you follow with a few feet behind. And then just when you hit the wall, take a turn so you can, like, head down that way. And then coming back. So it's two lines going. And you're kind of just looking down at your feet. And then Pujari will play. Walking meditation, what you're trying to do is, well, obviously, you have to be conscious of yourself. So there's that aspect of individuality. But also, you're trying to stay as inwardly focused as you can. So, um, so maybe I'll kick off. I'll be in front of this, or I'll be in front of this line, and then. Um, so, can you get the harmonium going, Pujari? So we'll do it for about probably five minutes. And so while you're walking, um, you can let your hands at your sides, and we'll be chanting. So it's kind of fun. You'll like hear different people chanting as your as the circle goes, and then. Um, om. om, om. We're going with Om. And then, uh, yeah, just trying to stay as inwardly focused as you can while outwardly, so you can feel the footfalls or whatever you want to focus on. So can you give... No, no, one, let's do one note. And can we hear, the, can we hear it? So let's chant Om three times, then we'll start. Okay? So first time, breath in. All of our chanting doesn't have to stay together, but make sure you can at least hear yourself chanting. And here we go.
then coming to a stop. And let's chant Om one time all together. Breath in. Once again, being aware of your heart and bringing your hands in some relation to your heart. And then slowly heading back to your seats. Nice thing about walking meditation is the idea of integrating uh, movement and outer awareness with that inward focus. So it's a nice, uh, nice technique and something we used to do a lot with uh, Sri Chinmoy because he had a a uh, nice tennis court. It was a converted park. Or it was actually a dead-end street, old trolley uh, tracks that went out of use and became like a, um, like a dead end. And the, the Street Chamoy Center back in New York bought it from the city and built a beautiful park and a tennis court. And so he'd play a lot of tennis uh, during the day when students from around the world were there, in two weeks in August and two weeks in April. And one thing, uh, they take down the net, and so there'd be the big tennis court, and it would be uh, there'd be like six lines of people, so going back like, like that, either silent or chanting, or um, he wrote many many songs, and so or it could be you just chose whatever song you want, and you're just singing out loud, and so this is a cacophony of voices, and it's a real nice experience. <clears throat> okay, so individuality. I think this is an important topic because if, if spiritual philosophy is oversimplified, then you can walk, come away with the idea that, in, that spirituality or med, deep meditation is going to cause you, that, that you won't exist anymore, or that your ego and your sense of self will be destroyed. So... I had a few friends when I got into meditation. That's what that's what they were they were thinking. They didn't want to do it because, do meditation because their idea they thought as you quieted your mind, um, you would eradicate your ego. So that um, we'll 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 explore that in the reading. And then the other idea I think that's an oversimplification is that that you have to perfect your ego in order to have deep meditation. 
and, and those two things also don't go together. So we can have all kinds of um, things going on with our ego that are like imperfect or far from perfect, like really bad temper or um, deal with a lot of jealousy or insecurity or, you know, so we can have these elements to, to ourself and our ego, but as you move into meditation, you start to go into a part of yourself that's much deeper than your ego. And so you're not bound, you're not limited to deepest spiritual experiences based on your ego. So, so let's explore it a little bit in, um, through the question. So the question was asked, question, you explain that the soul needs a body, needs the body. So earlier in this discussion, Sri Chamoy was talking about the soul has to come into existence with a physical body in order to make spiritual progress. So one of the ideas in his philosophy is that it's on in the earth plane that you make your spiritual progress. And that the soul is in essence perfect, but the, the transformation of, of or the evolution of consciousness needs to occur in the physical. I understand that the soul is, is one. I understand that the soul is the one that is in union with God. Will, will, will we retain our individuality or shall we lose our individuality when we realize that union with God? God does not want us to discard our individuality. But ordinary individuality and real divine individuality are two different things. And so ordinary individuality, well, let's see, what he, let's see how he explains it. God himself is at the same time, one and many. So here's the idea that um, in Sri Chamoy's philosophy that the ultimate energy, that all, all of existence is part of one existence. Just like um, we have one body with many different parts to it, but it's still one body. The same idea that the essence of the universe is all is a oneness, but that in that oneness, there's also the, the, um, the experience of the many. And so that idea that God um, is simultaneously one and many, just like you're one body, but you also can be conscious of your 10 different fingers and have them doing different things while you're playing an instrument, and yet it's one being that's doing this. He has produced infinite human beings, human souls, he, he uses he all the time, but it's not to say a masculine God. It could just as well be feminine. She is one, but in the field of man manifestation, she has become many. She has selected each person as his chosen instrument. That is to say, each human soul is his chosen instrument. The kind of divine individuality which God has given to us is not the ordinary individuality which is determined by the ego. I am this, you are that. God's individuality 
is a unique manifestation of his reality. So each, each human soul, if you imagine that there's a huge fire, and so you take a little stick. The other night, Pujari organized a, a bonfire at the beach, and so we were roasting marshmallows, and you put your stick in there, and it's gonna, you know, your marshmallow could catch fire. So now the fire's over here on the marshmallow, whereas it was part of this, one, this oneness, but now it's over here, there's some individuality. So the, so the same idea with the soul. The, the existence is one, but individual souls altogether make up the existence. And that each, of, each soul has something, has a unique element. Like your soul has something unique to offer in the world. It could be joy or peace or um, sincerity or some quality that, that you bring to the earth consciousness. A unique, a unique individuality that your soul has. And so Sri Chamoy is saying that that is the, as he says, divine individuality versus ordinary individuality, which is determined by the ego, I am this, you are that. Or I possess this, you possess that. I think this, you think that. So maybe you could say like the more surface part of ourself would be more the, the ego that is the, the human ego versus the divine individuality is that much deeper expression that you offer into the world, your really unique offering. And so you can ponder for a second, you know, what is that? And, I'm, uh, and the answer, you know, the answer is not always real apparent, but it's something to meditate on, which is a meditation on, um, you know, what, what's, the, what's the attribute or the energy or what is it that you feel deep in your heart you bring into the world? And exploring that. And Sri Chamoy would call that your soul's quality. You know, what, what is... What is um, if people were to look back on your life and remember you, you know, what would you like them to remember you by? Or if you were to have grandchildren one day, or children, or you know, what would you want to pass on to them about life? So maybe you want to help them materially, pass on some money or a trust account or something. So, but putting that aside, what, what would you like them to walk away from knowing you with. That's a way you could look at your divine individuality. <clears throat> so he goes on. God's individuality is a unique manifestation of his reality. There is no clash, there is no jealousy, there is no fight, no battle. God himself is manifesting himself in a unique manner in you in me, and in others. So again, that unique manner. A lot of times with our ego, our ego is based on, okay, I do, I do this better than you do. I think faster than you do, hence I get the result. It's competition, a lot of our individuality. But here, 
this, this deeper dimension of yourself, the unique manifestation, when you're in that space, you're offering your uniqueness and there, there's no competition. You're offering your unconditional love. Someone's offering their sincerity. Someone's offer, you know, it's all these like beautiful flowers in a garden. It's not the flowers competing with each other and trying to chop each other down and put each other down to boost themselves up. Uh, God manifesting in a uh, manifest, ma unique manifestation in a unique manner in you, in me, and in others. That kind of individuality is different from the individuality of the ego. Each one of us is a chosen instrument of God, but without ego, without pride, without vanity. It is just like the petals of a lotus. Each petal has its own beauty and its own uniqueness. So finding your own beauty and your own uniqueness aside from the way you think of yourself when you're comparing yourself to others. That's another good way to look at it, is a lot of times our ego is all based on comparison or competition. And, and that's, that's a part of our day-to-day -day life. You know, we need that energy to survive in the um, challenging environment to an extent, but in your meditation, trying to feel that deeper dimension of yourself. Okay, everybody, thanks. Good night. Thanks for joining us. This has been a production of Pilgrimage of the Heart Yoga. Join us at our studios here in San Diego or visit us online at pyo.yoga. Namaste. Namaste.